It's Tuesday! It's Tuesday, August 22nd, 2017. This is the Kaido Cast, and I'm Zach Thomas. If anybody's still listening after that, I'm Rob. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, oh, I was man. listening to Dope Smoker. I forgot to turn it down. Oh. Yeah. Well, I asked you to turn down the music before we started, but yeah. I mean, it's it's fine. Um, yeah. Uh, we have a we have a show this week. Oh. We have quite the show. I'm I'm pretty happy with this uh this lineup we got here of uh stuff to talk about. Um, I guess I'll start us off and with how my past week has been. And um, so I guess the this isn't the highlight, but this is the big thing that happened this week is my my girlfriend moved uh, into her dorm at um, in Tahlequah, which is a a city in in Oklahoma. Um, Tahlequah. And Tahlequah. I, that doesn't sound like. Can I guess how to some, spell that? Um, I don't know. Is it Celtic? Yes, it's very Celtic. Uh, in, <laughs> um, in that case, Talquah. Yeah, C. Talquah. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, go ahead. L. M. Um. No, she moved into her dorm on uh, uh last Monday, and um, it was very sad. I didn't. I I was working that day, so I didn't get to go with her for moving but i did tell her that hey like i'll i'll come by on my day off and so i took the uh the one hour journey actually i think it's closer to an hour and 45 minute journey uh to Tahlequah, the celtic country and i decided i i remembered that last time we we drove there i somehow avoided the toll booth by accident and I was like, okay, I think I remember how to avoid the toll booth. So I, I'm driving there and everything, and I, I pass the toll booth that goes, that's like the easy way into Tahlequah. And then I go to the next one, which is like 10 miles ahead. I was like, okay, I think this is it. And I get off on, on that exit, and there's another toll booth. And I was like, okay, well, this obviously isn't it. And the toll booth that I passed was only 55 cents because that's like the one that everybody uses, and I imagine that it's cheaper because more people go through it so they're not 55 cents dude yeah the toll booth <laughs> going from oakland to san francisco is six dollars jesus <laughs> the most expensive one around here is it's five dollars okay uh, at least okay i so say there's something comparable yeah thought... and that that's that's like a three hour toll booth or so or toll road yeah this, um, this is a five mile one. <laughs> oh wow it, it's the bridge <laughs> great do you have to pay that every day if you drive i don't drive but oh, okay yeah if you drive you have to pay <laughs> six dollars to go into the city oh, oh my no. gosh yeah okay um anyway so i pass the the 55 cent one and then i go to the next one which is a dollar 75 
Now, I thought I didn't have 55 cents on me. This is why I, like, I, I thought I didn't have any change on me. This is why I, I passed the first one. But I go to the next one, and it's $1.75. I'm like, okay, I definitely don't have that. So I'm, like, searching through my car, and I find $1.70. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I just need a nickel. And some dude rolls up beside me. And like he's look, I can see him in his car. He's like looking for change and everything. I'm looking in my car. Uh, I'm staring at him because my 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 windows on my car are like they're tinted to where you can't see inside my car. Mm. And I was like staring at him. I was like, should I go ask that guy for a nickel? And uh, I wait there and I wait too long. And he goes up to the toll booth and throws all of his change in, and it doesn't turn green. Like the light on it doesn't turn green to tell him to go. And I was like, oh, okay, so maybe it's just broke. I was like, okay, well, hang on. It could be broke, and then I have like a reason just to go through it, like throw my dollar seventy in and go through it, or it just didn't read his cha- like count his change right. So I was like, I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw all my change in, and I'm gonna see what happens. I like, roll up to the toll booth, I throw a few quarters in, and I throw all of it in, and it turns green. I was like, yes, and uh, then commenced the like scariest drive I think I've ever been on in my life. <laughs> which is just the back roads of Oklahoma. Like nothing nothing freaks me out more. Like as far as the, just where I live, like I can deal with going down like downtown Tulsa or whatever cuz there's like people around and everything and like even if it's nighttime there's like lights everywhere, it's all lit up. The back roads of Oklahoma are the scariest. They're they're just it's freaky. Like my biggest fear is to get a flat tire going through back roads and like having to walk up to one of these houses that is like 20 miles away from any sort of like town or anything and just be like, Hey, uh, can you help me? <laughs> like, <laughs> like the, the one saving grace that I have or the one thing that always like is my light in the dark whenever I'm going through these back roads is if I see a, a school bus sign, like school buses stop here. I'm like, okay, I'm safe. These people have kids. <laughs> like, right. Like, or they're, or they're it's like, a trap. Yeah, or it's a trap. And <laughs> For school no, like, buses to stop there and then they steal all the kids. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's freaky. It's like something out of Resident Evil 7, like going past these houses that are just like half of a house and there's just like lights inside on and like you can see shadows in the windows and stuff. It's 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 really creepy. Um right. hmm. And actually, in in my town, uh, there's a road that we call, or it's, it's called Phillips Road. And in high school, we would drive down it a lot, and uh, like we call it taking a Philly. And uh, that there have been like cross burnings on that road, and like there's like a KKK group that lives on that road, and there's like a house that like at night the whoever lives in it puts candles up in every window, and I like. The I understand that that's like a religious thing, but it's still like this road is just filled with interesting, creepy houses. And like one time I was going through it and there was just like fire in one of the fields. And like not one of the fields, like one of the yards just had like like fires in it. I was like, okay, like I'm sure this is just somebody burning trash or something, but it it still looks creepy. And um, yeah, I don't know, just. Oklahoma backroads freak me out, I guess, and that is 
it <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to like Oklahoma is like one place where just taking a back road is like okay well this is freaking scary like taking the alternate route is like going down gravel roads and trap and the way I understand it there's not a lot of other places like that unless you're like in Wyoming or something or Pennsylvania for that matter oh yeah we've definitely got some of that yeah, there's yeah. some of that in the Central Valley in California. Okay, well. It's very shocking because it's a very quick from like, oh, this is urban to, oh, where are we? Yeah. Right. We're in God's country now. Um, <laughs> see, like five minutes away from my house. So you have to risk your life every time you want to go see your girlfriend now? Um, I don't have to. I just I put myself in that situation, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Because I don't want to pay 55 cents. What about you, Dave? Um, hello, everyone. I'm Dave. Oh, um, hi, Dave. Long time, first time. Um, so this past week, the 17th, was my birthday. I'm almost 30. I'm a... Happy birthday, Dave. Thank you. Um, the big 2-9. I don't know. I've stopped caring about my age. Like, it hasn't meant anything since 21. It's just like, okay. Right. I, like, feel the same. Can do all the same things. Um, Although, progressively, my life gets better, so I'm just going to say life gets better with age. Like, fine wines. Um, And I have a lot of friends who are, like, I don't know. they're, They're, like, nostalgic about, like, their high school and college years. And I'm like, why? They sucked. We didn't know. We didn't know what we were doing. Like, we didn't fucking have the means to do shit like we everyone we knew was an idiot like yeah life gets better with age don't worry about aging everyone take take that from a wise (laughs) (laughs) a ripened 29 year old uh who's seen it all well yeah i mean that's the end of the podcast we're done we're done here pack it up (laughs) yeah we just wanted to end on a good moral um so, I treated myself this year um, to go to a metal festival in Las Vegas, which is where I am currently, um, which is why you are hearing planes fly over and why my audio quality is poor, because um, I am in the fucking Bates Motel <laughs> about a half mile away from where the venues are. Um, the festival is called Psycho. It is a metal festival that happens every year. Um, it's pretty cool because, like, it's a lot of doom and stoner metal, um, which is, like, right up my alley. It's just, like, the metal you listen to in the dark <laughs> just <laughs> by yourself. It's not really metal. That's that, my favorite. Yeah. It's that's not my favorite childhood book. Metal you listen to. <laughs> metal to listen to in the dark. Yeah. With the, creepy, with the images would fit. Right. Yeah. Um, but like the lineup this year is fucking fantastic. This is my third time coming to this festival. Um, I like it just cause like, I don't know if it is because it is mostly doom and stoner metal, but like a lot of the people here are pretty cool. Like, I don't know. Sometimes if you go see like a, a really big headlining act, like a Metallica or a Pantera, like the fans are kind of shitty. Um, yeah. And like, that's not to say that there aren't some of those people here. Like there's people who like 
I don't think know a lot of the bands, but just like choose to mosh to every song anyway and like very violently. And like the older I get, the less I like am patient with that stuff. Or I'm like, dude, I'm just here to see sleep. I'm not here for you. There's like someone in like a luchador mask who like purposefully tries to get like a pit started every song. <laughs> and I'm like, this is the most. You found me. It's like, this is the most down tempo metal music. I don't know what the fuck you're trying to like. Yeah, but like, don't you just want to punch people? Some people do. <laughs> and like. Don't you just want to run into each other and get all sweaty? That instinct made more sense when I was like 16 and 17. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just like, hey, yo, I paid upwards of like eight, nine hundred dollars for this. You know, the tickets and the <laughs> the lodging and the beers. The beers at this thing, dude. Dude, yeah. dude's costs yes. like like ten dollars plus. Great, Fuck it is that. it is shitty. Like I went, I was just like, uh, I'll take a Bud Light, please. And they're like, oh, of course. That'll be thirteen dollars. I'm like, I'm sorry, I must have misheard you, because I ordered a Bud Light, not a fucking, yeah. <laughs> not a, not a pint of Goldschlager, like, <laughs> bring your own sixer, come on. Um, so yeah, like, and that's to be expected at like some casino venue. Like, there's like there's pros and cons about this festival. Like, the pro is that like it's in a pretty nice venue. It's at the Hard Rock Casino, and they have like really nice stages, and like it's mm-hmm. air conditioned, which is a godsend because it's 110 degrees out. Um, great and if you're a fan of metal you're wearing all black um, right and have a lot of hair and you are next to a bunch of sweaty people so like thankfully these are all inside except for the pool venue but those shows don't start until the evening um but yeah like 13 dollars for drinks and like all the food here is like super overpriced um Mm -hmm. you have to go like way out of your way to find like some hole in the wall place late at night um but uh it's super fucking rad like i saw um king diamond last night uh king diamond of merciful fate fame um i guess king diamond fame uh that's like that's like one of my formative metal bands growing up like Mm -hmm. i've listened to him since i was like 12 or 13 um and just really got me into uh metal that wasn't like you know metallica or pantera like um like the stuff my brother was listening to um Mm -hmm. and like being able to see him play was really fucking awesome like i just have memories of like going to record stores and like swapping out king diamond or uh merciful fate albums with like like hooba stank or whatever and then (laughs) and then buying that because my parents are super christian and like the idea that i would be listening to like devil worshiping metal would have like killed them uh so i'd just be like oh i'm gonna buy the new hoobastank and so like it's just funny like when i was a child i had like this row of shitty bands on my but they were all filled with like these like satan worshiping uh bands um (laughs) that i would have to like listen to in secret um i remember like yeah because like my parents would actually like like open the albums and like look at the booklets with the lyrics and like review them and be like, no, oh you gosh. can't, you can't listen to this. Um, they've mellowed out since then, but like, or as yeah. I grew up, I guess, which makes sense. Um, right. But yeah, I remember like my friend gave me one of AFI's albums when I was like 12 or so. Um, 
maybe a little older. Uh, yeah, I was definitely in high school. And they had a song called like Exsanguination, which is like the ritual removal of blood. Um, mm-hmm. And my mom just like freaked out. She's like, what are you listening to? She like called my friend's mom. They had this whole thing. It's like Christmas story. I was like, you guys, please. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is real bad. Um, so it's really cool to see like these bands that like I like bands that I've fallen in love with throughout the years, like bands I've listened to for, you know, only a few months that I was really excited to see that we're playing here. There are a lot of bands. Like, I think there's upwards of like maybe around a hundred playing all weekend. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's a shitload. And, uh, yeah, it's really cool. Like everything from big headlining acts like Mastodon is playing tonight. Um, to like smaller bands, like that I really enjoy, like weed eater or Pelican, like, He's just really like, I don't know, like powerful doom metal Weed bands. Eater? Weed Eater, yeah. Oh, the stoner bands have great names like Bong Ripper. Yeah, great. Bong Ripper and imagine, Weed Eater. I imagine a literal like Weed Eater. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, they just have it hold. They just hold it up to the mic, and everyone's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We have to like stop every once in a while and fill it back up with gas. Uh, I've never seen Weeder play live, and uh, they played at the pool venue, which is the best. The best fucking thing is a poolside like venue uh, to yeah. watch bands play because you're just like chilling there with a drink and just like floating there, and people are throwing around a beach ball, and you're listening to like good music that like makes the water vibrate. It's a real nice yeah. uh, feeling um, and environment. The guy from Weed Eater is super cool, too. He's just like, how's everyone doing out there? And he's just like, oh, we're, we're good, Weed Eater. He's like, hey, 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 Las Vegas. Great to be here. I was like, hey, all right. up and give you a high five. <laughs> he's just like, really positive. It's yeah. just it's just funny when you like listen to what a vocalist's like, normal speaking voice sounds like versus what their singing voice sounds like. Yeah. Right. Like Gojira played uh, last night. And, like, Gojira obviously has, like, really heavy uh, screaming vocals. And then when they, like, were talking to the crowd, they're like, all right, everyone, thanks very much. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, oh, that's right. You don't you don't always talk like that. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, tonight's the last night of the festival. Um, it's also the last night of my hearing and voice. Um, we'll not be having those... For the rest of the look forward to some very conceptual podcasting from, from here on out as I try everyone learn it's interpretive uh, podcasting. Yeah. Right. Right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> as I'm just gonna like hit pots and pans and you will be able to determine what I'm talking about. As I yeah. Just a lot of foley. I'm gonna I'm gonna invent a language of foley. It's gonna be the the wingdings of languages. Um, that's been my whole week i'm also if you guys want to talk about it in the creepiest fucking like airbnb like there's like it looked there's literally like like the place out of like hangover part two or something like this rundown building it's not far off from that i'm near a very bumping nightclub like Uh uh-oh yeah, I can hear it all night. It's real cool. Um, yeah. It's actually fine because like I'm just so tired at the end of the night. I don't give a shit. But like, um, but don't tell me you don't feel like you're missing out. I do feel like I'm missing out. I looked at the. <laughs> you want to hear ridiculous prices for drinks? 
they had like a bottle service uh, thing advertised, and it was two thousand dollars. You know what? what? Bo- you know what bottle service is, uh, Zach? Baby Zach? <laughs> Baby Zach? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, bottle service two thousand dollars <laughs> at this club. Fine. Oh, no. Yeah. I looked up uh, the club on uh, Yelp, and they're like, yeah, this place charges like $32 for a gin and tonic that's like mostly watered down. I was like, why do people go here? Why is there a line around the block to go into this club? Um, because it's bumping. It is bumping. <coughs> yeah. Very, it's, it's, a, it's a gay club. It's a lot of very attractive men. Very well dressed. Um, wow. And like... I, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm glad that there's something with people around me because otherwise yeah. this would be the creepiest fucking Airbnb. <laughs> I'm like convinced that like the the girl from Lights Out is in here. <laughs> Just, like, <laughs> I get scared enough in my own house whenever I hear noises. There are noises in this place that don't sound like you know the house settling. <laughs> it sounds like no. There's just someone else in here. <laughs> like. Oh my God. like the, I'm not joking. I came, I came back. Uh, I was taking a break from sh- between shows. I think I was changing because I was going to go to the pool. So I came mm-hmm. back to my uh, Airbnb and I saw the groundskeeper looking into the windows of one of the units. And I was like, I hope there's a perfectly innocent explanation for why <laughs> that is. <laughs> I hope this isn't just like, oh, let's just scope out who's in here. Uh, right. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. They're like, there isn't a door like proper into these units it's just a slide uh, it's a sliding glass door i was about <laughs> to ask you if there's a way to lock your doors and everything there is a it is a very flimsy lock someone with just a little oh. bit of moxie could work their way in here um oh. there's also like a weird the lamp next to me keeps making like noises like there's something inside it <laughs> which isn't great it's also flickering i don't know it's fine. There's blood on my sheets. <laughs> what? Could have led with that. <laughs> it's only Why? A, it's a very little amount. So I'm just like, I'll it's just yours. I'll just sleep on the other side. <laughs> In the middle of the night, you're gonna wake up and like the lights are gonna flash on. And there's gonna be blood everywhere, and then they're gonna right. flash off and back on, and it's all gonna be gone. Yeah, it's gonna that's be one fine. of those situations. Look, if I make it out of this, I'll give them a five star review and say it was fine. Cause, like, <laughs> Are you gonna go to the to the the guy running it and just be like, can can you just be sure not to kill me? Like, I'll give you a five star <laughs> review if you just don't kill me. The dude running it seemed nice. He's from Canada. Oh. He told oh. me that he told me Super that like sweet. the the pizza place across the street was like on diners, drive-ins, and dives or whatever. Um, yeah. Triple D, as they call it. Yeah, and like every, <laughs> and like they say that they're open all night, but like the last two nights I've went in there when it was closed, mm-hmm. and like that was just the, to to give you an idea of the state of mind I was in. I would walk into a dark venue with nobody in it, and just yeah. walk right up to the person behind the desk and be like, I, "You open? Yeah. <laughs> Is there pizza being made here? <laughs> this, Where's that dough? In this dark dungeon. Um." I don't know. Vegas is cool. Like, you yeah. get the ch- it, it's interesting. I come here more often than like I would expect to. Mm-hmm. It's just like constantly people are like, "We're partying in Vegas." I'm like, "Again? Okay." Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Yeah, it's right next door." I'm like, "Not really." Like, 
still a two-hour flight from the bay. Like, yeah. But I don't know. It's fun. Like, it, the, it's like the pinnacle of excess. I'm like, there's too much, like, there's not enough law in Vegas. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're, just, you're just, like, walking around like, oh, like, I have too much freedom here. Like, you yeah. can just do anything and, like, no one's going to give you shit about it. Um, right. Which, I don't know, like, I appreciate uh, that about Vegas, but it's just like, oh, there's another plane. Yeah. Like, I'm not joking, like, they fly right above this building. Great. Like, if I went to the roof and just gave a, like, a little <laughs> jump. They've only hit the building twice in, in its history. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. That's a way well, to go. Speaking to- of haunted estates, Rob, what have you been doing? Absolutely jack shit. Well... <laughs> Yep. Uh, nothing. What'd you eat this morning? What did I eat this morning? Uh, nothing, because yeah. I didn't wake up till around eleven. <laughs> what? What did yeah. you eat yesterday? Yesterday I had um, roast beef sandwiches with uh, barbecue sauce and oh shit, what's it called? <laughs> Horseradish. <Mayo. laughs> yeah, mayo. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, huh, it's... you didn't have a, a Philly cheesesteak. I've only had a true Philly cheesesteak once in my life when I actually went wow. to Philly, and it was a life changer. <laughs> what is what is Pennsylvania's um, like front page great food? What what is their food? What is Bennett? Huh? I think I lost you for a second. What is Pennsylvania's uh, highlight food? Their oh, food child. Shit. Their food baby. <laughs> It depends on where you're at. Like, a lot of German food because Pennsylvania. Uh, but um, I'd say Philly cheesesteak is about the closest we have to a highlight food. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, not a whole lot of culture in PA other than stuff we stole from Germany. <laughs> Great. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's we've got good food here, but you just got to kind of be picky about where you eat. Yeah. It's like I hate Pennsylvania potato salad. It is the worst shit imaginable. Well, potato salad's awful in general. Oh, there's good potato salad, but when no. you put like sweet crap in it, <laughs> doesn't exist. Yeah, that Kickstarter begs to differ. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, uh, I guess when I yeah. think about it, I can't. I can't really think of what Oklahoma's. I, I barbecue. I mean, yeah. What is Can- Oklahoma? More Kansas. Yeah, but we do have some pretty good barbecue. Um, I don't know. Where I live, there's a lot of like fast food Mexican restaurants. That makes and, sense. And burgers. <laughs> there's a lot of burgers. Yeah. There's nothing healthy around me. If I want to eat something semi-healthy, I go to the barbecue place or I go to Subway. <laughs> and that's it. Or I make my own food. Right. That's about the only option unless you want to spend like shit tons of money. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why is huh. America so obese? Why, yeah, Google search. Because there's nothing else to eat. Right. Because I like, I cur- that's the only option. Yeah. I was curious <laughs> if uh, Vegas had any vegan options. Yeah. Um, not so much because I was craving it. I was just like, I'm just if you are vegan, can you yeah. live in Vegas? And there was a place that like came, that came up. And it's just like, it looks like a monument. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like holy ground for the local vegans. Yeah. It's like, this is the one place that isn't slathered in bacon bits. And like, <laughs> uh, I feel like 
garbage just being here for two days because everything I've eaten has had like some semblance of like baby animals in it. <laughs> just dipped <laughs> in the blood. Visit, yeah. visit Oklahoma. It's, like, it's, it's a daily thing of feeling like trash after you eat. That's a daily thing for me. Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm I with you there. Like, I feel like death. I hate myself. Every day, almost nearly every meal. Right. Just, I hate my life. <laughs> Why do I keep doing this to myself? <laughs> it's like I punched myself in the face. Ah, oh, you idiot! <laughs> you slob. <laughs> Sorry for the bad audio. I had to lie down. Oh no, that's the best audio. Okay, thank you. It's very. I've had many thirteen dollar beers. <laughs> well, tell me about some cheap games. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I have to lie down. <laughs> yeah, uh, seriously. Um, no, that was a good pick me up. Yeah. Um, here's a cheap game. I didn't pay anything for this game. Uh, I played a game on itch.io this week called Pet the Pup. Oh. Um, Pet him. Pet the Pup has a very good premise. It is a game about having social anxiety at a party, and you hear a puppy barking, so you have to run and find the puppy and pet him. Um, <laughs> there is a timer. The timer counts down. So basically, I think you're just you're 50 seconds away from just having a panic attack, <laughs> unless you <laughs> unless you pet this pup, um, and then you find a pup and you pet him. He's a very good pup. Um, rinse and repeat. It just it just goes in waves. It's do a very you, it's a very simple game. Do you call him a, a good dog or a good boy? A good boy. Um, yeah, yeah, call him. That's what he is. Okay, he's like. <laughs> You push you push oh, people out of the it way. It took a while for you to confirm. Right. I'm, I'm glad that... Hang on, do you call him a good boy in the game? Or is it this like a meta layer thing where it's like you call him a good boy while you're playing it. And then it's like you're talking to this dog. And you have no anxiety. Oh, are we talking about games? Oh. <laughs> this, is just yeah. this is just something I was doing. <laughs> Oh, okay. At the while well, weed eater was chasing you, right? Yeah, I was looking for all the good metal dogs. <laughs> yeah, weed eater is the embodiment of my social anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's not much to say about the pep the pup. <laughs> Great, it's it's like basically a flash game. Um, yeah, it's cute. Um, I don't have social anxiety, so I don't know how true to life it is. Okay. On uh, on simulating the effects of having social anxiety and being at a party, um, it just it everyone just kind of talks in these Charlie Brown, uh, muted wah, 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 yeah, <laughs> muted tones, <laughs> and then you just kind of tell them like "fuck out of here." I'm looking for a dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I tell all my friends. Right. <laughs> that is kind of like how I operate at parties. I'm like, mm, I don't want to mm. listen. About I don't want to listen to this dude about how fucking vegan he is anymore. I want to <laughs> just this lady that reads the New York Times. Oh yeah, I don't want to talk to Caroline and her New York Times fucking intellectualizing. I'm gonna go pet this dog. 
Dogs are very good. God damn it, Caroline. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, What else have you been up to? I played a game called, uh, from Mike Bithell, who made uh, Thomas Was Alone and Volume. Okay. He uh, also just released, it was a surprise release, a game called The Subsurface Circular. I'll repeat that, The Subsurface Circular. I'm trying to wrap my head around what that title actually means. Yeah, what does it, it that is, mean? It, it's the name of a train line. Okay. So it is a, it's subsurface, so below the I'm surface. Gonna, hang on, wait. And it goes in a circle. <clears throat> I'm going to take a shot at, at that title, because it sounds like it's pretty good to say. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> subsurface circular. Mm-hmm. Wow, that Sub- was incredible. Subsurface <laughs> circular. Yeah, it's not too bad. I can get behind that. Very good. Thank we you. We just Very want a Okay, I don't know if it's my my haunted internet, but for a brief second there, both of you sounded like the devil. <laughs> I mean, that's just me. <laughs> the, the devil is hacking into our podcast. Um, Video games. The subsurface circular is a how do we, it's a sci-fi game where you play as a robot detective okay. on board a subway called the subsurface circular. Um, you only interact with other robots. Um, they're all technically AI. They have different designations. So like they'll actually talk about it openly, which is creepy about like okay. how smart they're allowed to be. Um, oh. So that's how the story begins. Uh, this uh, robot AI comes on board um, sits down he's like hey you're a detective ai and you're like yes i am it's like so you're smarter than other ai you're allowed to be like more creative um Mm -hmm. so i need you to help me find a friend that went missing um and so here's where the game (laughs) has one of the funniest explanations for its limitations uh, because the whole game is played out in text uh not visually like you can see you see all the robots get on and off but uh you only just choose options uh uh, dialogue options um, mm-hmm. to basically solve this uh, mystery. Um, your AI is not allowed to leave the train, <laughs> which is funny to me because I'm like, how are you supposed to do detective work if you're not allowed to like leave the train you're on? <laughs> right. So like, you just have to solve cases just by people getting on and off this train and like inter- <laughs> interrogating them. Um, which what I do thought, you know? Which I thought was a really funny because it's like. That must be the most fucking coincidental like series of events that all the right people you needed to talk to got on like your car specifically. Right. Um, but uh, it's it's cool though. It's a uh, story. So basically, uh, it's a it's not a murder mystery, but you're looking for um, missing AI. A lot of AI are going missing, um, and so you're tasked with uh, solving this case, even though that you weren't uh, the managers, which is what they call the humans. Um, did not allow you to take on this case. Uh, you decide of your own free will to uh, take on the case. Um, obviously, there's consequences with uh, going against the manager's wishes later on. Um, mm-hmm. So you are the rogue AI. You're you basically go rogue. Um, even yeah. though like you are programmed to report everything you've uh, talked about every like thirty minutes or something. So like you're not quite going behind your ma- the manager's backs 
just mm-hmm. letting them know, like, yo, I took on a case, even though you said, like, you didn't give uh, Grant permission to. Um, it's pretty cool. Like, once you see what they're building towards and what the, once the mystery is revealed. Um, I think I got it. You got um, it? Okay. Yeah. The climax <laughs> is that you find out that you are the night scope and then you back up into a pool of water. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Got it in Ripped one. from the headlines. Fucking yeah. Columbo over here. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like, I delving too deep into the plot details is obviously going to spoil it, and this game is mm. not long. I would say it's going to take you two to three hours max. Um, it, it is a $7 game. It is really cool. I actually, like, recommend everyone pick it up and play through it in a sitting. Um for being a bunch of faceless robots, like there's a lot of personality in each uh, AI. Like mm-hmm. they li- like literally don't have faces; they just have like these block heads. Um, they even discuss that they're like we don't have faces because like the uncanny valley is upsetting to the managers. Um, but it's really cool. It, it, it's like it's a good look into kind of like what's going to happen once we have a society where robots can do everything we need them to. Um, right, like were is there any value left in like once you take the work out of our life and like we just live this star trek utopian future of leisure like how much value is there in being a human um once you've kind of taken that like that work reward loop out of our lives um uh it's really cool the writing's great like i mean if you've played thomas was alone like you know that mike bithell is like really uh great with his writing i didn't play volume um, but I've heard good things about that as well. Um, yeah. Even though, to my knowledge, that one was less narrative focused. Um, but it's yeah, it's like the stealth, like MGS right. stealth thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I heard mixed things about volume, but I probably want to play that now, just because I really like Thomas is Alone, and I really like this game. So uh, I'm sure volume is fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not much more to say on on the subsurface circular. Um, okay it's funny because like the game a lot of people on the a lot of the ai will ask you for like things like directions or they'll say and i'm like i'm thinking like you're an ai like shouldn't the easiest thing for you to be to like look at a map and then just have that as like something you can reference like there's a they, they add a degree to humanity to these robots like that's really interesting like not all the robots will interface with you um like, the way you talk to other robots is you set up a neural link. So, like, you're not actually talking out loud. You're just, like, kind of telepathically communicating. Um, right. And, like, there are these robots that have headphones on, and they're just, like, listening to bump in, like, EDM. And uh, <laughs> they won't talk back to you. So, like, your robot, uh, your AI, which is, like, programmed with, like, a sarcasm, like, module, will just, like, start just shooting the shit with these robots that don't talk back to you. Mm-hmm. Um it's cool like it's it's creative like it's a cool setting um and yeah it has a really good payoff um just a really solid tight sci-fi story so awesome yeah subsurface circular is a cool game um and the next game with a real tight sci-fi story the next game which is all about cool you know him you love him he's the coolest mascot possibly who's ever graced anything my good pal Sonic is back. Welcome Sonic to the podcast. Yeah, Sonic is back. He's got to go fast. 
Um, and we're just crazy about him. Yeah. And so are we? All the kids love him. Yeah. There's a real mania around Sonic. Attitude. And so, uh, I'm gonna say war criminal Christian Whitehead has um, <laughs> made a, another Sonic game called uh, Sonic Mania. Um, I'm going to say the following about this game. And for a little bit about myself. When I was young, I played and enjoyed Sonic, you know, all of the Genesis ones. Um, But I was, you know, a child. I was a child who didn't know better, (laughs) uh, who didn't have anything to do. And the Genesis was like the console at my grandparents' house. So, like, I had something to look forward to when I went over there. Um, So, you know... Sometimes I would be there overnight, and I just had nothing to do but play Genesis. So I would play the Sonic mm-hmm. games in their entirety. Um, and I have memories of enjoying those games. But I also have memories of those games not controlling great, and me getting frustrated with them. Um, and then I've just kind of like... I've played Sonics here and there since then. Like I played Sonic Rush on the DS, and I thought that was okay. Um, I played Sonic Adventure, and that game is just a black hole of shit. Like, it <laughs> well, has the whale. It has, yeah, the, that one whale scene appa- right. apparently redeemed the other fucking 15 hours of garbage around it. Just, Damn right it did. Just because you, you run toward the camera and people are like, holy shit. <laughs> um, although if I'm, being, pretty cool. if I'm being honest, like the problems Sonic Adventure have has are the same problems that the Genesis Sonic games do. Which is that they control like shit, and right. like you, there's just no really strong feeling of uh, control over Sonic. Um, yeah, and then I haven't played. Re- I, I think I might have played Sonic Colors and Sonic and the Secret Rings, and respectively thought those games were whatever. What's um, the one where he's a werewolf? That's Unleashed. No. Oh right, I forgot uh, about that one. Yeah, <laughs> that always seems stupid to me. So I'll give Christian Whitehead, who is a fan that Sega just gave the reins to make another Sonic game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give him credit. Sonic Mania is a fantastic Sonic game. Mm-hmm. The issue is that Sonic games are bad. Yeah. So yeah. you can polish a turd as much as you like. It's still a turd. And Sonic Mania is a the gold, it's the gold standard of turds. Um, so I'll make a little turd sandwich. Put that on the back of the box. Yeah, a little, <laughs> a little compliment turd sandwich. Uh, where this game excels, um, it's beautiful. Like Sonic's always had a fucking rad art style. Oh yeah, um, oh, yeah. it looks really cool when it's in motion. Um, and obviously, like this isn't a perfect one to one representation of the Genesis games. There's actually like more mm-hmm. frames of animation. Um, there's more stuff going on that wouldn't run on a Genesis. Just, Uh, just that, like, whenever you boot it up and he does that, like, spin thing. Right. Like, where he, like, like, does a 360 on the, on the start screen. Whenever I started up, I was like, oh, wow, that looks good. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that looks really nice. Yeah, this game looks super nice, um, in motion. Um, the music is great. Um, it's remixed a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. because, like, I have... I, again, like I really enjoy the music or enjoyed past tense um, when yeah. I was younger, and I, I was listening to it. I was like, "This is slightly different." And then I I went online to check, and yeah, they are slightly remixed. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a really cool conceit about this game, which is that you'll play a Sonic stage, 
it'll be a classic one like green hill zone or lava reef zone um which is one of my favorite sonic stages but people don't seem to remember that one it's from sonic and knuckles um right or flying battery zone which is the only good sonic stage um (laughs) so like they'll have the first act um of those games uh of those levels and then the second level will be basically a remix on how those levels play so like a modern take on these classic levels to add new kind of platforming uh tricks or whatever um like the one that they do with chemical plant or chemical zone whatever that level is called from sonic 2 yeah um like the second act of it does it so that like now like there's these syringes of like formula that you put into the water and then it makes it bouncy mm-hmm. and, and that changes how right. like how the platforming works and that stuff's really cool yeah. um like i really liked how they're like all right this is the level you remember and now here's like a fresh take on it um that's I'm stuff, gonna yeah. I'm gonna go back real quick. Yeah, what makes a good Sonic level? Because no matter what, I just felt like I was lost the whole time. It's like, oh, I guess I'm gonna run this way, and then like now I'm gonna do a little bit of platforming, and I'm gonna go fast. Okay, like I never knew what was going on, and there's no way. Like I don't, like I don't remember yeah. hardly any parts of those levels. Here's the so yeah. Here's my big. My fucking thesis, and not my thesis, my like, dissertation on why Sonic is a bad series, um, a bad, I should say, a bad platformer. Mm-hmm. Um, it is all about inertia. It is all about speed, and that game does not do anything to telegraph what the fuck you should be doing. <laughs> and so, every two seconds, that inertia and that momentum is being broken, and yes. each time. So, like, the game, it it is, like, fucking, it is teasing you. It's like, you're having fun, right? Well, here's an enemy. You're having fun. Oh, now you fell. You're having fun. No, here's, like, something that, like, and and you're just so wrapped up in seeing Sonic go through these fucking Rube Goldberg machines of, like, cool shit happening. Yeah. That you're like, oh, this is rad. And then, like, all of a sudden, you're put back into control of it. And you're like, oh, I can't fucking do anything because I don't know, like, which direction I should be spinning in. Yeah. Um, Like... How you'll see an enemy, and you'll like I'll look, a lot of the enemy design of this game is just fucking garbage. Because you're like, what part of the enemy should I be hitting to not lose all my rings? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is fucking. It's just the game is flogging you. It's like you have all these rings. Well, now you just lost them, and to get some more, you just lost them again. <laughs> yeah. Like it is yeah. punishing you. It is like demanding that you play it over and over and over until you've memorized like the critical path you need to go. Yeah. Like like on paper these games are really cool. Like the the levels are sprawling. Like I remember someone oh, yeah. uh, someone recently like showed a, a classic Sonic stage and kind of pulled the camera out and there's all these different directions you can go and like it seems like oh you can go this way or this way but like in the moment you have no fucking idea like if you're going the correct direction um cuz a lot of times the game will just like put you in a it, like put you in a in a, in a fork. And I'm like, do I spin left? Do I spin right? And then there's just so much bullshit, like secret plungers or whatever those things are called, that you'll mm-hmm. just hit and it'll throw you back like 40 miles. Yeah. Um, and I'm just, and just like, Sonic has to go so fucking fast, but the game is constantly just like shitting on you and just saying like, nope, you didn't do. And like, it's not like, I think the closest analog is you think of like an endless runner. And endless runner right. games are about like, basically the same thing like go real fast but also like dodge the shit that you should be dodging um Mm -hmm. but endless runner games like 
are, have become way better about like you know if you play bit trip runner like you know the shit that's coming ahead of you so you have to react really quickly but like it's never unfair in Sonic games, you have no fucking clue. You're like, you have no idea if you jump down from a ledge, if that ledge is going to lead to another ledge, or that's just a bottomless pit. Right. Like, I mean, you could, and that's the thing, like, there, you could stop and hold down, and then after four seconds, the camera would pan down. But then you've just lost the whole point of Sonic, which is like, have all this momentum and go super fast. Yeah. Which is why I say that Flying Battery Zone is the only good Sonic level, because it accounts for how Sonic plays. It goes fast, it allows you to, but then it very clearly telegraphs, like, hey, this shit is dangerous, or this shit is the direction you should be going. It paces, like, the platforming in a way that is not cheap. Um, it, it, it does a lot of cool tricks, like you're flying around, like, the rudders of this plane. Um, you're, like, going down all these different things, like the, the, magnet, the, 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 the roof is magnetized in some areas, so you have to, like, all of a sudden, like, account for flying debris. Um, yeah. The enemies don't have bullshit parts of them that will kill you and others that don't. Like, you just hit them and they'll die. <laughs> like, like for some reason, a lot of Sonic enemies just have to happen to have, like, a series of hidden spikes on them. Um, right. Like, flat Flying Battery Zone is the one Sonic level that is satisfying to play um because it it paces the speed and the platforming in a very, in a way that they, you know, like, it's obvious, it like it took them till the fourth Sonic game to get how to make a fucking Sonic level, um, and like I can't even go back to the first Sonic game, which like you only built momentum through running. You couldn't do the spin dash. Um, like if if you don't remember the first Sonic game, there was no spin dash, so you just had to yeah. do Sonic's normal run, um, and it didn't feel super fast. But at the same time, it was it was better for the platforming in that mm-hmm. regard. Um, yeah, so Sonic games, like, I see the fandom. I see why these games are beloved. Like, Sonic is a... I'll say it, he's a fun mascot. Like, he, I don't mind Sonic as a mascot or as a... His, his fucking rad, edgy personality. Like, all that stuff around him I'm totally fine with. And it's just these games have never been enjoyable. They have no mm. fucking, like... There's nothing tight about them. Like, right. you go back and play Mario World, and it feels so good because, like, you can do fuck. You, there's so much control. Mario can like shift his weight in air in the midair. Like, Sonic jumps don't make sense to me. He either jumps straight up or he jumps forward. He has this little like burst of momentum before he slows down in the air. So, like, it seems like you can only really control uh, Sonic's uh, weight in two ways. Like, it's binary. Versus Mario, where, like, you can kind of really, like, with pinpoint precision, like, choose where you want to drop. Um, And, like, yeah, Sonic Mania, I was just like, maybe I was wrong. Maybe Sonic games control fine. And I'm the problem. Um, And all it confirmed is just, like, yeah, these games are, you know, pretty and have fucking rad soundtracks, but, like, are bad to play. Like, they're not fun. Like, I actually, right. I sat there and thought about it consciously. I'm like, I'm going to think about when I'm enjoying this game. <laughs> and I'm just like, in my mind, I'm like, nope, not enjoying this. Like, this isn't like, I, recognizing that something was cool, like, appreciating all the fucking, you know, like, oh, Sonic will jump from this thing to this thing, and this will trampoline him up, and then he's going to catch on to this thing, and that's going to go through a fucking loop. And, like, that yeah. all looks super cool and is satisfying. But, like, that stuff is out of your hands. Mm-hmm. like you're just watching this happen and then the second it's time for you to go 
like the game instantly becomes not fun. Um, also, the bonus stages are all bad. Like there are these really rudimentary 3D. Like there's one where you have to catch a UFO, and it, I think it, that one's fine. It plays like like shitty Mario Kart. <laughs> like it's it's, <laughs> it's it's real bad. Like it's just like call, catch the blue balls to like to go faster, and then and then and then, and then like. We're not going to tell you like what uh, what which of the muddy surface textures are safe and which aren't safe. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I had no idea what the fuck is on the floor, but I just fell through it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then just like the way it controls, like, and then the, the Sonic and Knuckles bonus stages, the one with the blue and red balls. Yeah, um, and you have to collect all the blue ones. Like that stuff is so unfun to play. Like it's yeah. it's so jarring to turn that camera a full ninety degrees. Like every two seconds, like, and that's considering that this has been like the frame rate has been smoothed out on this one. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, um, like, I don't know how I got uh, the Chaos Emeralds when I was a child in Sonic and Knuckles. Like, I'm like, how did I put up with this? Yeah. <laughs> like, how did I enjoy this when I was a kid? Um, I don't understand how those are activated either. Uh, you have a certain amount. I think you have to have over twenty five rings. Yeah, it's like twenty five or fifty or something. And when, uh-huh. if you have that many rings, when you pass through a checkpoint, um, uh, you can go through it. Okay, um, it's probably fifty. Yeah. I mean, it, like I've only I've only got the the blue ball one like twice, and I was like, how am I activating this? Because the other one where you're chasing the UFO, like you go to the big ring. Right, you just find the big ring in the in the level, and I was just yeah. like, I I don't know how I'm triggering this at all. Right, and like yeah. it's so hard to keep that many rings because, like you <laughs> said, you're just always running into stuff. It's like I yeah. don't I don't see this thing coming up, and bring like all your rings are gone. Right, and I don't, under- I don't understand why Christian Whitehead chose the Sonic and Knuckles bonus stages versus Sonic Two. Mm-hmm. I think Sonic Two again. This could be my dumb childhood memory getting it wrong, but I'm pretty sure that those were more fun. Like, oh, they absolutely were. Yeah, like you just kind of go straight, and you know it would curve every once in a while, and you would just like you would just inexplicably Sonic would just run in a circle in the air, <laughs> like right. around this like half pipe looking course. Um, I remember that being more entertaining than the Sonic and Knuckles one. Uh, Again, fucking credit where credit's due. Like, this is a good Sonic game if you like yeah. Sonic. Um, the new levels, like, are great. This, like, this is something that Sega would have totally made um, back in the golden age of Sonic. Um, right. The golden turd age of Sonic. Yeah, given <laughs> that the, the machines could do it. Right. Because, um, okay, hang on. Sorry to cut you off, but, the, the, like, this is my history with Sonic. I played... Sonic Adventure 2 or whatever, Sonic Adventures 2, and that's about it. And, mm-hmm. like, playing through this, like, I mean, I guess this is kind of, uh, like, a good thing for, like, the game and, like, kind of a testament of how well it's made. Um, I honestly don't know what's old and what's new. Because, like, I've, I've played right. through the beginning of... Uh, Sonic, whatever. I've played the Green Hill Zone and, and the Chemical Plant Zone before, and I was like, oh, okay. Like, I don't remember what those stages are. Like I said, it's like it's a weird thing to me to like 
say, oh yeah, this is a good level in Sonic because I don't like none of it is like memorable to me. Like other other than the music. Um, right, right. But playing through this, I couldn't tell what was old and what was new. Like, I would have to sit there and be like, "Oh, okay. Well, like they definitely couldn't do this on the on the Genesis. Like, this isn't something that could probably be done." Right. And then that's kind of how I was gauging what was new. And like, I don't know. I didn't have those moments a lot. But so, like, I guess that kind of tells you how well it's made and how um, like faithful they are to old sonic right yeah uh i guess it doesn't matter <laughs> like <laughs> it's like as someone who like has experience with this series it felt bad and i imagine if you're new to the series it probably still feels bad yeah no it didn't feel great like it's not like i'm playing because i recognize the- like i've played chemical zone and korean hill zone maybe a fucking hundred times in my life <laughs> yeah and like they're still frustrating like there's something like like that fucking bridge in Green Hill Zone that has the thorns that rotates. I'm like, yeah. is, is there a speed that Sonic can run at where he's not getting hit by the thorns? I think I did that once maybe, but every other time I'm hitting the fucking thorns. Like, yeah. There's just a lot of stuff where I'm like, this doesn't feel fucking good at all. And like, um, and then like, yeah, the stuff with like the the Sonic Three power ups that they added, like the bubble shield and the fire stuff, like that stuff's not great either. Well, um, you keep it for, like, two seconds, and then you get hit. <laughs> right. It, that's, that's basically what it is. It's just, like, here's a shield for Sonic. Yeah. Um, but some of I them, like it, though, because it has that blom sound when you lose I, it. I do like that's... the blom sound. Um, yeah. I, I, but the thing is, like, the fireball, like, jets you forward, and, like, that's discombobulating. And then, like... Right. Uh, the bubble shield is even worse, because it just shoots you up and down. Like, why would you ever need this? Yeah. Like... No, I actually used that <laughs> at the at the end of the stage to rack up points because you can like oh, yeah. hit the hit the thing when it's going down. Oh, I yeah. I, uh, I juggled that thing for like five minutes. I was like, I finally have some points at the at the end of one of these stages. This is crazy. Yeah, it's just like the I don't know why the Sonic creators felt a need to add like a thing that already that screws with your uh, momentum. Right. Like, it'd be one thing if like the bubble shield doesn't something rad like you don't sink underwater when you have it yeah it's just like oh cool now sonic can run on water or like and some of the things make sense it's like when you have a fire shield fire won't hurt you i'm like okay that makes sense when you have the electricity shield like rings will come to you i'm like again that makes sense that's cool mm-hmm. but then it's just like and and the electricity one like i think shoots out a spark when you press its thing yeah and like that's that's a cool effect but like the momentum stuff is bad um I don't know what else to say. Sonic games don't feel good to play. They feel terrible to play. Like, mm. And so when people say like, oh yeah, the Genesis ones were good, but then like Adventure and Beyond are bad. I'm like, why? They all have the same flaws, which is like the second the game gives you control, it feels like shit and you lose all your momentum because like, <laughs> because we're not fucking like birds. We can't see things coming at us at a fast pace in slow motion. Yeah. Like, it's like you have a fucking quarter to uh you know a 16th of a second to yeah. like an- anticipate a jump or an enemy or whatever or you'll just, hit, you'll just hit a wall and it's like how is anyone supposed to fucking know how are you supposed to know what platform to jump onto when you can't see the one that's after that yeah like right. well just play the sonic game where speed doesn't matter and that is uh shadow <laughs> the hedgehog yeah <laughs> oh i thought you were gonna say the the chronicles of the dark brotherhood or whatever that rpg was <laughs> 
Mean Bean Machine. That that's the perfect Sonic game. Okay, yeah. you, here's why Mean Bean Machine isn't the perfect Sonic game because I am fucking colorblind and I can't. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a problem. I can't make heads or tails. Like, like they're not like, like I can play Bust a Move, and I can tell the difference in the colors. For right. Mean Bean Machine. They all look the same to me. <laughs> like, like red and blue look the same to me in Mean Bean Machine. Like, like they do such a poor job of making those beans look like distinct colors. So, right. so like when the Sonic, when the Chemical Plant Two boss was a Mean Bean Machine thing, I was like, oh, I'm never gonna beat the second level because I can't for the life of me tell the colors apart. Mm-hmm. And then like, fortunately, like Robotnik fucking sucks at Mean Bean Machine. So all yeah. I all I had to do was like bide my time. Yeah. But like I thought that was Puyo Puyo. It is. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna just say. Re-skinned. I was like, oh, this just looks like I'm, I was like, this is kind of cool. I'm playing Puyo Puyo. I think there's a Kirby version too, which is just me be machine again. Like oh, great. Kirby characters. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I don't know. Any any other questions about Sonic? Um. Why? I, That's I, all. <laughs> like I hope um, this, this how you dis- yeah how you fight Metal Sonic is kind of stupid. Uh, I don't think I got there. You didn't? Okay. No. Well, it's kind of stupid. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I, I believe you. <laughs> yeah. It's the... I don't know. It's not... I don't know. I guess it, it, it's better than just, like, jumping on him three times or whatever. Like, it's a little bit more, like, convoluted than that. And, like, right. fi- you have to kind of figure out what to do. Um, I, might, I might actually finish this game, even though I really don't like playing it. I think I'm on like the last two worlds or whatever, I like maybe even the last yeah. one. Like I, I feel like I'm about to finish it. Yeah, I've heard it's really short. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's quick. It's you, it's mm-hmm. fast. You gotta go fast. Yeah, you my have memory to. of my memory of like the final stages of Sonic levels is that they're always rad. Mm-hmm. Like like Sky Fortress and the Egg Fortress in Sonic and Knuckles. It's really fucking cool. Um, mm-hmm. and like. I forgot, like, the one from Sonic 2 is really cool, where you're, like, above the Earth. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, again, Sonic is fucking, design-wise, super cool. Like, yeah. Like, these these games have a great style. Like, it's very obvious to me why it has, like, the reference it does. But they just, they just suck. Like, they're not <laughs> fun to play. It's, like, disappointing. Mm-hmm. It's, like, I wish, yeah. I wish that, like, Sega would call up Nintendo, like, call up Miyamoto... And be like, Miyamoto, man, we made a cool thing, but it's not fun to play. And be like, I'll be, I'll be right over. I'll be like, here's where you messed up. Yeah. Like, it's like, do this with the camera. It'll be more fun. Do this. And like, if I don't know what you need to tweak to make Sonic fun to play, but it's just not fun to play. It's just yeah. like cool, but not fun. It's like, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a Sonic pun. It's a real speed trap. <laughs> real, real good. Yeah, yeah. You're under arrest for being too cool. Yeah. Oh, not again. <laughs> Rob knows all about that. Yeah, I know all about traps. Yeah, uh, traps and getting caught. And oh, is that what you were going for, Zach? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm... I thought so. I wasn't sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I've stepped all over the best segue you've ever done. Yeah, <laughs> it was so good. You didn't even notice it. Well. And speaking of uh, things that you don't notice because you're never around to see them, Night Trap. <laughs> and I'll explain that segue in a moment. Okay. 
So the 25th anniversary of Night Trap just came out a few days ago. Mm-hmm. And I now I've never played Night Trap. Uh, I've played a lot of FMV games, but uh, I never played Night Trap for some reason. And it's an interesting game. <laughs> Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so the basic premise is that you... It's it's actually not an adventure game like most FMVs. It's okay. more of an action kind of almost puzzle game, but not really. Um, you're in a house, or you're not in a house. You're watching through monitors. You have a teenage secret agent played by um, oh god, what's her name? Dana Plato. Dana Plato, yes. <laughs> and she boy does she act. Um, <laughs> and she's kind of in this house. I guess she's kind of acting as bait for these vampires called augers. They're now, vampires? Now, what's interesting about the augers is, yeah, they're vampires. Okay. They don't have teeth. I and thought they, they were just guys in trash bags. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> as far as I know, they don't drink blood. I don't know if they do or not. Okay. Uh, the plot is not very clear. Okay. So but you're... they put, like, co- electric collars around you and drag you away into smoke. <laughs> as vampires do. Yes. Or um, Chuck Tingle. <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh, Chuck Tingle would have a field day with this game. Okay. Fucking blasted in the <laughs> ass by auger vampires. Oh, God. Right. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, that's kind of your basic premise is you're doing this mm-hmm. and you're watching through security cameras as augers sneak in through the house and you kind of have eight rooms you have to look at. Mm-hmm. And it, they could be in any of them, but thankfully with the remaster, you can actually watch all of them at one at the same time. Oh. Through uh, miniature screens. The old one you couldn't. You just had little buttons. Yeah. Wouldn't that make it like super easy? You would think so, but no. Oh. Because here's the twist. There's a plot going on at all times. And no, if you're watching for augers, you only catch like a few seconds at a time. So you have no idea what the hell's going on if you want to win. <laughs> yeah. And um, at certain points, your traps have to be set to a certain color. Which, unless you're watching the plot at the exact right moment, you're going to miss that completely. And your traps won't work. <laughs> you can have, like, constant streams of augers coming out. Mm-hmm. If you miss, like, I want to say 30, which is easy easy to do, yeah, then the game's over at that point. Mm-hmm. And I think there's, like, 100 in all. The game's, like, 15 minutes long if you finish it. <laughs> so, what's your narrative reason for watching these young ladies... You're part of a uh, crack team of auger catchers, I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> what are they called? And yeah, what are they called? Scat. They're called Scat. <laughs> yep. I am not making any of this up. This is a real video game that came out for money. Yes. <laughs> scat team. Oh, oh man, it's so bad. Yeah. So like, <laughs> it's so good. Did you and did you beat it? Did you? No. No. Oh God, no. Too hard. It's. Not that it's hard, it's that if you don't memorize things and play the game over and over, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. What do <laughs> you your parents think about down. you playing this? Oh, they're not happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing. This is one of the games that define the ESRB. Mm-hmm. This is Mortal Kombat 1. And playing it now, I mean, I know if times have changed, but there is like nothing objectionable about it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's PG rated. Yeah. <laughs> What's the most violent thing that happens in this game? The title screen. There's a little bit of blood that drips from the A in Night Trap. <laughs> That's the most violent game thing that happens. And you bought the collector's edition, right? Yeah. And <laughs> the collector's you, you... edition is actually really cool. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. 
No, I was going to say, isn't that $200? But I remember that, that was just an eBay market. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, that's just the name of the game. Is uh, Night Trap Anniversary Edition, sorry, not Collector's Edition. Okay. But here's the thing. It's built in Unity, which hmm. is interesting. Did they? Do you know if they rebuilt it? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, they have a whole new... Um, well, I'm sure they, kind of they didn't thing. build it in Unity and <laughs> whenever it came out. Right. <laughs> Dana Plato looks yeah, so much more realistic now. <laughs> Fine. Right. But uh, they remastered all the footage, uh, got it up as high as it could. It wasn't shot on film, so there's kind of a limit mm-hmm. to uh, how well, it, how nice it can look. Yeah. And um, it's a co- comprehensive package. There is a lot to it. There's the original game. Mm-hmm. There's the uh, remastered game. There's You have your choice of playing with the original um, graphics. I'm sorry, the like the uh, overlay. Yeah. And then you have the choice of playing the DOS version, the Sega CD version, and the new version. <laughs> Why? Who is this for? <laughs> I don't know. And there's a horde mode. I swear to God, what? there is a horde mode. Oh, kill those augers. You strip all the plot and you just catch augers for as long as you can. Because <laughs> that's what we all want. Right. We all want to just catch the augers. And there's like four documentary things. Mm-hmm. There's... uh. There's actually, if you beat the game perfectly, you unlock kind of an alpha version of the game when it was a, it had a different title New and game different plus. plot. <laughs> yeah. So it is like the most comprehensive thing ever. It is crazy. Hmm. That's really cool. It's like, yeah, who wants this? But it, at the same time, it is really cool. Uh, I think it, it's just cool that they put on all that work. Yeah. Like, like, for a game that doesn't really deserve it for the actual game, but just everything surrounding it has made that a different thing. From what I understand, it's one guy. One guy did this. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. One sick guy. One Right, one real sick guy. Yeah. Who's your he favorite just character? to watch those ladies. I honestly couldn't tell you because I've been too busy trying to catch augers to know what the hell's going on. <laughs> Mine's Megan. It's like you'll click... Yeah. Which one's that? Megan's the <laughs> one who's like the quirky one, and she like she's the one that kind of gets the theme song going. Oh, okay. Who, she's like, the one bouncing up and down. She's, she's yeah. the one playing guitar with the tennis racket. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did catch that much. Yeah. I like that the, is amazing. I like the dude. Which dude? The <laughs> scat team man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Rambo guy? Yeah. yeah. He's like, listen. Listen. He, he like he like chastises you when you're Listen, like not snake. catching enough augers. Yeah. Right. He's like, there are a bunch of team girls dying. You you haven't even pressed the fucking magic magical closet button. Like, are you looking at the script? No, but that's like yeah, that's my like... memory of what he says. <laughs> it's, it's like oh, and that's the other snake. thing about this game. It is fucking silly. Yeah. It's like you watching the augers walk across the room. They're kind of hunched over, walking like gorillas. <laughs> Sometimes sped up in fast motion, so oh, it's like this. It's amazing. Um, I don't know if this is going to put me on a list, but I am watching. I, I googled night trap deaths, oh, and I'm just watching a <laughs> compilation of all these sweet girls getting killed by the augers. Um, I haven't seen any of those yet. Oh, because uh, you're just too good at the game. Because I'm too terrible at uh-huh. it. But by the time anyone dies, I've already lost. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, huh. it's it's bad. 
the game is only like an hour, isn't it? Like if you do like less than that, I think. Really? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. The augers, the augers do that like stereotypical thing that like classic movie mummies do, where they have yeah. like the, their hands out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can almost hear this cartoon music in the background, like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, yeah, it's, why do they do this? Why do they make Night Trap again? <laughs> yeah. I want a full blown sequel. Maybe yeah. that's what they're going for, trying to fund a sequel. <laughs> yeah. No, please Where's Dana no. Plato now? Who would who would be our our cast of young ladies and guys? Oh God, uh, guys and I girls. Mean, they can't be very recognizable. Like no, with the exception of Dana right. Plato, these were all nobodies. That's very yeah. They got to be sitcom stars. That's for sure. Can we just get all of the B movie horror actors? Yeah, get <laughs> Robert Englund. Yeah. And, uh... It's like yeah, there's fucking Tara Reid. <laughs> Yeah. You get the Sharknado cast. And also, can Chuck Tingle be the uh, the scat team leader? Oh, you know it. You're letting those girls get pounded in the butt. <laughs> by these augers. No. Open the closet. I think Chuck Tingle only writes gay fiction, though. Oh. Yeah, so oh, if, we had, if it was a cast of dudes... <laughs> yes. When let's have a cast of dudes. Why not? Yeah. Fucking uh what's his name? Twilight Werewolf. Oh, uh, uh Oh yeah. Uh Lautner or whatever. I can't remember. I just watched No. I watched a uh movie recently. God, what the fuck is it called? Someone versus Bigfoot. Um Jason. No. What, <laughs> I'd watch that. Rob, do you remember the name of a dude who jumped out of a plane somewhere in the Pacific Northwest in the 70s and he was never found? He was just... D.B. Cooper. D.B. Cooper. That's the name of that? Yeah. Okay, so there's. I watched a movie called D.B. Cooper versus Bigfoot. Um, Holy shit. Right, which like sounded like it was going to be the coolest fucking movie. And I'm not joking. The entire... Like, like five... Maybe it was a porno. It, I, I want to say that like ninety percent of that movie is 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 just buff dudes taking on and put and taking on or putting on and taking off their clothes in front of a mirror. <laughs> That's like the majority of that movie. Um, the, Holy there's shit. only like a very brief two minute scene where DB Cooper and Bigfoot fight. <laughs> um, but anyway. Them, uh getting down oh that sounds amazing but anyway the the cast of that movie all the buff men uh i would see in a night trap sequel great oh hell yeah so uh we can we can all say that night trap is a is a good nightmare it's surprisingly addictive i would actually recommend it just to see what the hell it's all about (laughs) i mean it's cheap enough you might as well grab it (laughs) yeah how much is it i'm i Actually, let me check. I don't remember if it's 15 it, or 20. It's, it's one and a half fucking Vegas beers. Oh, okay. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember offhand. I don't have Steam open, but... Um, I have twenty nine ninety nine on PS4. Nope. Too much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the PS4 version, I've heard, has issues. 
Okay. So we'll well, avoid that one. Yeah. Then yeah, I don't play, know. it plays Night Truck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it works. That's the issue. Yeah. It actually plays the game. Uh, no, but like, speak- there are there are FMV games that I would love to see like get remade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Night Truck. Phantasmagoria. Is, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, I would like to yep. see Phantasmagoria remade. Um, not Night Trap. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Or even like a. What's the name of that detective series, FMV? Oh, yeah. Tex uh, Murphy. Yeah. Like, and I think they did remake one of them. Or was it a new one? It was a new one. It was a new Which is kind of awesome. Right. Um, I'm thinking of what is it? Gabriel Knight? Yeah, Gabriel Knight uh, had a couple of FMV entries. Yeah, one of the Gabriel Knight games, like, I remember and being pretty yeah. cool. Um, There's a FMV game called Shivers 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little more obscure. I don't know if you guys played it, mm-hmm. uh, Sierra. But yeah, check that one out. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I can... It has a, yeah. It's like, um, remake Crime Patrol. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sewer <laughs> Shark. Uh, Crime Patrol is so good. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've played or seen uh, Crime Patrol, Zach. No. But it's basically it's a, it's a FMV uh, shooter. Kind of okay. like a like a time crisis, but it's FMV. Um, except, like, the costume and set design of this game are hilarious. It is just <laughs> like, the enemies are dressed like, even though it's supposed to be, like, modern day, they're dressed like 1920s mobsters. Um <laughs> And, like, they're having their shootouts, like, at a fucking, like, like, rent-a-center. And, like, regardless of where you are, like, if you shoot someone, they fall into, like, a, a box or a, a wall of cardboard boxes. Yeah. Like, I looked up Crime Patrol, and it looks like a porn series. Um, oh, they all look like porn. That's okay. what's so great so, about FMV. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm on to something here. Yeah. Okay. Are you sure you're not looking up, like, the Bollywood Crime Patrol? I don't know. It says Sony. Sony. Wait, Sony really? Sony? No. Let me let me type Maybe. in Crime Patrol game. Yeah, that's what I. Okay, this looks better. This okay. looks real. <laughs> this looks like a game. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, huh. I, I'm all, I'm down for like I don't know if you guys have played uh um I lost the name of it uh. The new game from the folks who did uh, Mist. Uh, oh yeah, uh, I want to play that Abduction. Abduction, yeah. yeah. I was trying. I was like Obscura. What was the name game called? Um, <laughs> I've only played a few hours of it, but like the FMV stuff in that game is super cool. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think like, yeah, they do some. Yeah, FMV stuff could be really cool when used properly in a game. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, I definitely want to see more FMV stuff, but like, well, <laughs> if you not not this way. Yeah, if you would like to see more FMV stuff, I recommend Hellblade. Oh yeah, Hellblade does have some FMV stuff. Oh cool! Oh, it's I really did not cool. Know that. It's actually like uh, I don't mean to do the most ham-fisted segue in the world, but um, <laughs> Hellblade actually does have some FMV stuff. It uh, like uh, and Enslaved had FMV stuff too. Oh really? One of the, yeah, one of their old games at the end. There was like an FMV dude talking to you. I was like, "This is jarring," but it was it, it was it worked really well. Yeah, it actually works really well in Hellblade too. Like, even though like it's a polygonal character talking to like a two D like video, pretty much. Like they do really cool stuff with filters to make it 
kind of work in the game and uh like it's really cool but uh i finished hellblade <laughs> over this past week <laughs> oh yeah and uh last week i didn't get to give a very good explanation of the story so i'm gonna do a quick summary again um hellblade you play as Sinua. i think we were calling it her sin Sinua last week uh it's Sinua. and she she suffers from psychosis. I can confirm that the game does say that she has psychosis. And um, she's g- traveling to Helheim, the home of Hela, which is like the... Oh, o- Oakland, California? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is like getting, the devil. Getting hyphy. Yeah, Hela. <laughs> Hela is the devil. Is she getting stupid dumb? Oh my god! <laughs> it's just—is this just the fizzle dance? It's just rad. <laughs> Does she first do like this? Put a look on her face like she smelt some piss. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop All right. it! You're hijacking keep, keep, this. I'm sorry. Keep, keep carry on, Zach Dre. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, you're going to Helheim to to fight Hella. Because um, you are wanting your lover back, who is Dillian. I think I said Druth last uh, last week. But your lover is Dillian. And so basically you're like, okay, I'm going to go there. I'm going to bring him back to life. And you meet Druth, which in their little featurette that they have on in the game, which I do not recommend you watch that before you play the game because it has a lot of spoilers. Um, like Druth is, I guess, um, I can't remember the language, but it means like a storyteller and like a like an like idiot almost that like like rants and and talks about the like the gods and all that. And um, and he is kind of in the game. He is like your audio logs, like. You walk up to these um, like pillars and you activate them and then you get like dialogue from Druth about like what is about to happen, which is like really cool. Like going into like you're about to go into a big set piece and you're getting these audio logs about what you're about to see pretty much or even like right after you'll you'll get some explanation of what that thing actually is in the mythology. And um yeah, so that's kind of it. You're just going to save Dillian, and you are met with, um, um, you are met with, like, whatever. <laughs> Losing my train <laughs> of thought. Um, the struggle is that with your illness, like, it makes it difficult for you to, like, traverse this world because you're, like, seeing these monsters and you're, like, constantly like having inner conflict and i think that's presented really well like i said last week uh, it's a lot of like voices in your head and like illusions and stuff like that and hallucinations and um i guess i'll i'll go back over the gameplay and like the combat and how it evolved throughout the game uh so like last week i said the the combat was like fine it's nothing to write home about and i kind of still feel the same way it's definitely not there's nothing really special about the combat in Hellblade. Um, 
but it does get very intense as the game goes on. Like they start throwing a lot of enemies at you and it's a lot of uh, dashing out of the way and like crowd control kind of stuff. And it gets very tense and uh, the puzzles in the game, uh, they kind of stay the same, which is unfortunate because it's a lot of lining something up and then focusing on it. And then it's like, okay, you, you saw the thing. And then now this door's open and that kind of sucks. Like there's uh, a few different things with um, like you activate a state and where you have to like find the exit as fast as you can. And like, there's a few parts where like, you're being chased and it, it's, it gets really interesting with like light and all that. And um, like, as far as like how they feel, they're, like the puzzles aren't great. <laughs> like, like at no <laughs> point was I like, Oh yeah, this is, this is really intriguing. Like I want to do more of these puzzles and like, yeah, you never really feel that way. <laughs> um, and I think that the puzzles actually break the, uh, the pacing of the game. Like, like it's just it doesn't feel like you're getting the story at a at a good rate because you keep getting stopped with these puzzles and right. um i guess that kind of like hurts the the whole like narrative aspect of this aspect of this game uh cuz it is a lot more narrative driven um and i have collectibles wrote down here um there's there are like kind of collectibles in this game like i said you have the audio logs and also, like, there are places where you will see um, your your mom's face. <laughs> and you have to, like, focus on those. Like, and they're in the environment. And then you get, like, a little FMV thing of her talking to you. And um, it also kind of just... Um, it puts into context what's happening in, in the city. Like, what, what is happening around you. And... Um, like there there's a lot of cool stuff going back on the puzzles there there is actually a lot of cool stuff with like changing the state of the world back and forth to like progress like going from like what you're currently seeing to what it used to be and all that like time kind of stuff uh a little right. later on um and with that said like the first 2 hours of this game are awful like they aren't good. The puzzles are the worst of the entire game. The combat is the worst of the entire game. Like, it's all... Just nothing about the first two hours are any fun, honestly. Like, because um, at the beginning, you get a choice to go down the left path or the right path. So you go down the left path, and you finish that fight, and then you go down the right path and do that fight. And... Like, I honestly considered not playing the game about halfway through one of the paths. I was like, yeah, this is just not doing it. But, like, sticking it through and getting through that and then making or progressing my journey to Helheim, like, it gets, it goes places. Like, the game is disturbing in a lot of ways with what she sees. And it is just, like, really just raw imagery of, like, her mom like suffering and her her mom like screaming to her to like look away and like it's just it oh, gets shit. it's real dark in places and it's uncomfortable at times and like it's weird to call this game like fun or enjoyable to play <laughs> like in any right. in any sense it's just weird 
because they do such a great job at like showing the agony that like uh Senna was in and like with that said the the like, facial capture and performance of uh the girl who does cinema i can't remember her name off the top of my head it it is awesome like whenever it, it doesn't feel weird whenever she's like yelling straight into the camera like looking right at the camera like a lot of games would do that and you'd be like oh this doesn't this doesn't translate at all like it just looks like a weird polygonal character opening its mouth (laughs) and its eyebrows are shooting up or something but like it it doesn't feel awkward whenever that kind of stuff happens and like whenever you're looking at her directly in the face like her emotions really um they just translate well um but the ending of this game i'm not i'm gonna try not to spoil uh anything the ending of this game is um it's a mixed bag as i told you guys um you there's a fight that you can't win and anytime a game does that it kind of bothers me cuz like they they spin it really well like they they find a way to make it uh make sense in the game and everything and like uh narratively it it works out like it doesn't feel like a lo- like a loss even though you did kind of lose um right and it really helps you understand like the ending of the game really helps you understand like her illness and understand like the state of mind she's in. And like the conclusion is actually really satisfying and, um, and it it feels like it really does just wrap up the story really well. And it, it did a thing where I was like sitting there and I like, it showed like what it showed, like it showed its, its cards or whatever showed its hand. And I was like, Oh, like, like this is kind of, like I don't really get this, and then after sitting there for a few minutes, I was like, "Oh, okay, I get it now." <laughs> like, and it, it, it definitely <laughs> added a little bit to like sit and think about it for a second, and um, just like looking back on the game and everything. And it, it's definitely one of those things where, after playing through the entire thing, like it's not, it, it's Blade Runner for me. Like I watched the movie and I was like, "Oh, this is really boring, and it's not that great, and it's not that cool." But once I finished Blade Runner, I was like okay, maybe it's not too bad. Like thinking about it and like thinking about what you've been through and what you've done. It's, it was a really cool thing. And, um, I, I really suggest playing through Hellblade, uh, especially since it's only $30. Um, like the game is, uh, seven ish hours long and it feels like a, like a slog at some points. Like it, I definitely hate the, the trope of you losing, a piece, a piece of your uh, gear, and then having to go fetch it, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like dropping, like in uh, Outlast, whenever you drop the camera, and you have to go like yeah. deeper into the asylum and find your camera. I that is something that I hate. I can't stand it because it feels like okay, this is out of my control. Like, what was I? Like, I get that. It just feels like they're trying to pad out the story of like, oh, okay, well, I'm gonna go get the thing that I lost that I had no control over. Like, this isn't my fault. It's just that my, my, my character is incompetent, but right. Um, 
Yeah, it definitely has like one of those, but like just alone with the atmosphere and like the the enemy design and the look of this game, like it definitely I I definitely recommend playing through it. It's it's really good. And I think it represents uh this I think it represents psychosis really well and like you can see how faithful they are to um representing that illness in um and the featurette like it shows you um it shows you examples from the game of where they put um like each symptom uh into play and it, it's really cool to see that stuff um yeah but yeah that that's hellblade like i said i really recommend it it's a it's a good game uh do you guys have any questions about hellblade um I guess my only concern with Hellblade was how they did represent mental illness and sounds like it's exactly what it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cuz that's a touchy subject. Yeah. I mean Yeah, definitely. It, it, like personally I've had a history with uh, mental illnesses things like this and it's, so it's kind of nice to see more mainstream representation that's actually accurate. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it, um, it it feels like you can feel her struggle like with this right like, you definitely and it, it it puts you in in her shoes unlike any other like any other medium could really like right it definitely uh, yeah that's a tool like similar in how uh dave you said near does a really good job at telling its story and and it being a game enhances the story uh for near like I feel the same way about Hellblade. Like, I don't think you could experience that similarly in a book or a movie or like it, it uses the gameplay in really good ways. And also in really poor ways of like, like I said, being a real slog at times. And it's like, Oh, I don't really want to continue with this. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it is kind of a, like, if you can't get to it now, like don't feel bad. <laughs> like it's definitely not like a you yeah. must play this now. This is like revolutionary. I mean, it right. Like it, it's definitely a great story and it's it's something that I think uh, like everybody should probably experience at some point, but um yeah, I I, I recommend it. Is the um, is her psychosis like the plot point of the game or is um, it uh i kind of don't want to answer that okay. like I, I okay throughout the game um the major the major uh like your goal is like i said you're going to save dillian and like psychosis the thing that i wrote down here is that psychosis is not the story like that's not the, your story. I mean, it, it is a a major part of the story, but it is not the story. Like, it is more of like it's more of a factor of how the story is told. Like, okay, because in in like you could just write this off as uh, and which uh, Ninja Theory kind of does just say like this is like a classic hero's tale like. It's the same as like any other hero's tale. Like it's, but the the twist is that 
they are dealing with psych like she cinema is dealing with psychosis and you're seeing how that affects her journey and um like it it really does just put enough spin on that that it is very interesting to like see what that does and especially because she's not this like superhero and like like just right. saying okay i'm gonna fight this these hallucinations like this doesn't bother me and I, i'm hearing these voices but they're helping me like no it's like there's an actual conflict there and you can tell how like beaten and battered she is just by her, like what she feels like it and it's not just an external like conflict you know it, it is very internal and um yeah, I, I don't know if that answers your question. No, I was just curious. Because, like, there are a lot of games or or movies or books where, like, the whole plot is the character's mental illness. Mm-hmm. Right. And, like, it kind of suggests that, like, people with mental illness have nothing else going on in their lives outside of their mental illness. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's like, so what's it called? Uh, God damn it. Night in the Woods. Yeah. Like, that game, a lot of the characters have either anxiety or depression, um, but that's not what the story is about. Mm-hmm. It's just like these people are living their lives. They have these uh, afflictions, but that's not the focus. Yeah. Um, essentially being like, let's not color this with a lens that like we should treat people with mental illness in this way or like mental illness is something that can be like fixed magically or something like that or... Yeah. Um, you know, that it isn't kind of like uh, an everyday part of life. Um, so, yeah, it's just one of those things where, like, I'm curious about the sensitivity uh, to which it's used. Um, it's definitely not like, like, it's definitely not in your face about, like, she's crazy. Right. Like, <laughs> like, look at this right. crazy woman. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, not like it's, a, not like, it's not like putting her on in a circus like act or something and it's just like, $5, everybody, look at this crazy person or something. Mm-hmm. Like, it's right. not like that. And also, it doesn't try anything like clever. <laughs> like, not, like, it doesn't try any, any like fast ones on you because it's like, oh, we got you. Like, you thought this was real, but she's crazy. Like, it, it doesn't do any of that. Right. It, it, it's very mature in how it how it treats this. So it's like treated better than than like tender loving care treats mental illness. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah, it, it's never like you're actually a woman in a wheelchair, <laughs> like like right. out in this hospital, and you hate the doctors. Like it doesn't do any. It doesn't pull any fast ones on you like that. It. it yeah. It's very real. And in that same vein, I would recommend a game called Cat Lady. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of that. No. Yeah. It's um an adventure game. Uh also deals with depression in a very like heartfelt I don't want to say realistic because it's actually a supernatural story, but uh in a very real way. Mm-hmm. And um it kind of came and went. Uh, it had a little burst of popularity when it came out. But yeah, definitely check that out. It's probably super cheap by now. Really interesting. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at it on Steam right now. It's ten bucks. Yeah. 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 Um, if you, if you wanna check out Hellblade, I'm definitely gonna 
I'm I'm behind that. <laughs> like I, I definitely think you yeah. should check out Hellblade, but I mean if you can't then whatever. Um I like our, our theme this week was fascinating games that aren't fun to play. Yeah. Right. You're right, yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> I guess yeah, I guess. Um like yeah, the <laughs> gameplay of Hellblade is not the centerpiece. It like it it definitely like I said, it adds a lot in places, but like the combat, which you don't do a lot of to be fair. Like it's not like like your sword is sheathed like for ninety percent of the game. Oh, okay. See, I was picturing more of a like a faux God of War. No, and th- that's something that came to my mind too. Like with this new God of War coming out, I'm like, this kind of reminds me of what this, or this makes me think of what this new God of War might be. Like with right. a little bit more, I, I'm I'm sure it's not going to be focused on Kratos being crazy, although he is the craziest. Um, oh, zany! Yes, zany. <laughs> Kratos but, sucks. Yeah. God of War is fun, yeah. but Kratos the character is real dumb. He's got his family's oh, yeah. ashes on him. Come on. How can you say that? How cool. <laughs> yeah. He's the he's the most hardcore metal edgelord there is. Yeah, he's oh, definitely. edgelord personified. <laughs> um <laughs> Treating Hellblade with the respect it, diver- it deserves. Talking about God of War. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, check it out if uh, if you want, but don't be don't be blown away when you hate the puzzles and you think, yeah, maybe I don't want to finish this. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna check it out soon. You should. Yeah, me too. I recommend it. Uh, you guys want to take a break? Hell yeah. Yes, sir. Go to Hella. Let's go. talk about news okay sound good yeah no news is good news some news is better Mm. well this week there's a lot of news um i'll let you guys take take your parts of the news and then i'm gonna come in and clean it up with small news you go first dave how do i sound hey you sound good I, I pulled the covers over me. Oh my god! If I'm gonna. Oh, I can totally hear the covers. If yeah. I'm gonna lay, if I'm gonna lay down, I'm gonna go full tilt. Okay. That sounds dangerous. Today in comfy news. Um, where what did I write down? Uh, no one cares, but Deep Silver picked up Shenmue Three. Um, as their publisher. Uh, Deep Silver has picked up other kickstarted games in the past. Uh. Most notably, uh, Mighty Number no. Nine, which, if you will remember, was a fucking train wreck. Um, how much of that was in tea and how much of that was Deep Silver? That's for anyone to guess. Um, but it looks like Deep Silver is going to continue their tradition of uh, picking up games that are going to disappoint fans. 
And so they've picked yeah. up Shenmue 3. Okay. Um, a game that will be canceled. Um, <laughs> <You're> so, <laughs> you heard her here first. Yeah. Uh, if Shenmue 3 comes out, I will eat my, my shoes live on air. Oh, Lord. Uh, Exclusive. Yeah. Well, actually, my shoes are, you might not know this, but they're actually loaves of bread that I bake every morning. <laughs> um, and I just stick my feet in them. Warm. It's real nice. Yeah. You know, that's a thing. That's an actual thing. No, it's not. Yeah. Stop to it. Whom? It is. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are places that will bake you like slippers. No, that's not okay. You don't eat them. Well, <laughs> but you can, and you should. Yeah, I mean, don't be wasteful. <laughs> right. Don't waste your but, shoes uh, is what the what the saying is. Yeah. <laughs> no, there there are places that will like make you French bread slippers. Great. Um, I want a good lemon I cake. I don't think that'll hold up very long. <laughs> well, I want it. <laughs> how how long does bread hold up? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like, get you a good baguette. It. I get. Yeah. I guess it's like. How powerful is this French bread? Where are you, where are you, where are you walking? <laughs> How powerful is this French bread? <laughs> Something that I did not expect to hear today. That's our title for How this episode. Is this French bread? I want to make a movie where at the end, like, the hero and the hero's love interest are, like, hanging off a cliff. <laughs> and someone's like, grab the French bread! <laughs> How it's powerful. powerful. It's so powerful. Ask yourself one question: How powerful is this French bread? It's a it's a disgraced <laughs> uh, chef who made bread and he was judged poorly. It's like <laughs> this bread is shit. Look how easily it comes <laughs> apart. And then the movie is about his quest to make the perfect loaf of French bread. Shenmue <laughs> uh, three. You've how powerful baked. is this French bread? It's crazy how much more interesting this fake story we just made up is than yeah. Shenmue three. That's the plot. <laughs> uh, sorry, Shemoy 3 fans, but your series is bad. Uh-huh. Um, the Walking Bread. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say that. Uh, bread, the band. <laughs> yeah. The best Loaf? of bread. Yeah, it goes well with bread. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would love someone's, like, fucking, like, uh, to make a mixtape that's just all foods that go together well. Like salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. <laughs> um, okay, next on news. You're next d- on bread-based bread based facts. Okay. Um, so, Swery, uh, fine uh, provocateur, uh, maverick director of fantastic games like Deadly Premonition and... Uh, what else did Swery make? D4. Um, yeah, D4. <laughs> I, I tried not to like get Swery's uh, catalog messed up with uh, Suda's earlier work. So like sometimes I'm like, right. I'm like, who made Flower, Sun, and Rain? Or like, who made Hell, Michigan? Um, <laughs> yeah. Hell, Michigan is a fucking weird game. Oh, if you ever like get it. your hands on that. Hell, Michigan is really interesting. Um, that's, that's a Swery game, to my knowledge. Um... But uh, anyway, Swery, who made Deadly Premonition, which is the closest analog we'll ever have to Twin Peaks the game, yeah, um, is making a new RPG starring cats. Um, there's not too much in the way of details. Um, 
It is about someone investigating a town where all the denizens turn into cats in the evening. Um, <laughs> the art style looks cute. Um, and this is pretty much all that's known about this game. Uh, it's going to be crowdfunded. And I believe that campaign begins in early September. Um, so, yeah, like, make of this what you will. Like, Swery has his fans or non-fans, depending on how you took Deadly Premonition. Um, D4 was okay. Um, it felt a little forced. And uh, and to my knowledge, like, the parts of Swery games that feel bad are usually things that are uh, top-down. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't know this, but uh, if you've played Deadly Premonition, have either of you played it? No. I play parts of it. Okay, so Deadly Premonition is, like, really cool in its uh, mechanics. Like, you're investigating a, a murder, and you basically... It, uh, it, it moves in real time, so, like, you can go to people's houses and talk to them. But, like, if you're talking to one person, you're missing an opportunity to talk to someone else. And, like, the story gets progressively weirder as it goes on, kind of like in a Twin Peaks fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, the very... The weakest part of Deadly Premonition is its uh, combat. It has, like, some yeah. miserable shooting. And uh, I learned recently that the reason that game even has combat is because uh, Microsoft uh, threatened not to publish it unless there was combat in it. Oh, wow. <laughs> so they just added, like, some of the worst combat in this game. Like, it feels like it was something that was done in, like, a month's time. Yeah. Um, right. And it's, like, all over that game. Like, And it, it doesn't make... Play- it's very out of place. Like... You'll walk into, a, uh, you know, like an abandoned house to investigate it. And then suddenly, like, the world will just turn, like, like in a Silent Hill fashion. Just kind of, like, uh, kind of bleed into this bleak version of the real world uh, mm-hmm. sen- uh, self. And then all these zombies will pop out. And then there's, like, kind of a narrative reason for these zombies later on. But it's kind of, like, half-baked. And I was always curious, like, why is this part of the game so bad? Um and I've now found out that that was added later. And then same for D4, where my knowledge is, that, again, Microsoft saying, like, hey, people like Deadly Premonition because it was weird. Add more weird shit to D4 um, right. than what was originally in that game. So, And it doesn't seem like D4 did well enough that they're going to conclude the story, um, which is kind of disappointing because I just liked that universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. don't know if I was super drawn in like i can barely remember the events of it now um <laughs> but i just remember liking all the fake boston accents in that game like some person like people just having a debate over like new england versus manhattan clam chowder um and one of your one of your, like your detective friend putting like an insane amount of uh of oyster uh chips into his clam chowder to the point that it made like a little pile of dust, like a mountain of like oyster chip dust, uh, oyster, o- o- oyster cracker, not oyster chip. Um, but anyway, uh, new Swire game. It's a game about cats, which has recently become a new fascination of mine. <laughs> having recently recently adopted one, yeah. Um, but we'll report more on that as uh, more information comes out. Um, Okay, once again, there's something in this room that has just come to life. How's that? <laughs> I don't know. It just it, it makes like a little baby crying sound. I, I think it's this like, there's like a weird, like 
object next to me. It's like an obelisk. <laughs> and it just, every once in a while, it goes, eh, eh. And I don't know what it is. Are you living in PT? <laughs> I don't. Right, I was just going to say PT. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking a racer head over here. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I want to leave this room. <laughs> anyway. You must stay. Continue with the news. I am in. I'm in hell. Please free me. <laughs> hell is gonna get you. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I'm done with my my segment. Okay, Robert. Well, speaking of hell, uh, getting people. Uh, I don't know how to transfer that to what I'm about to talk about, which is Mass Effect Andromeda support has been dropped. A curse uh, to the industry. No more patches. Development hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There we go. Uh, yeah, they just all of a sudden, I mean, this, we kind of knew this was coming. I mean, there've been hints, uh, Kotaku reported a few weeks back, uh, that this might mm-hmm. happen, but yeah, apparently they're just done with Mass Effect Andromeda, at least single player of it. No more patches, no more, no yeah. DLC, uh, which is a shame because I know I haven't played Andromeda yet, but I hear that the ending does allude to there being DLC, which is now going to be in the comic form. Mm-hmm. Great. So, yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> Wonderful. Right. At least the acting. To will hear be what happens to fucking the adventures of the Pathfinder. Right. Yeah. If there's another Andromeda game, I'll eat my. Uh, I'll eat your bread. Bread uh, shoes. Bread hat. Bread shoes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah, this. Is, I mean, that's another thing. Is like this game is already on sale for like twenty bucks. That's crazy. Yeah, it just came out like what, five months it's ago. It's crazy that it's that high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why is it not free? Exactly. Uh-huh. So does, um, does that so mark yeah, like that's... the first like finished game this year? <laughs> Did it come out this year or last year? Oh, God. Yeah. That came out. The first yeah. finished game of, of 2017. Because <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> else to it. It's a finished right. Everything else is in early yeah. access or still getting yeah. support. <laughs> That's terrible. Like it is. Like to I mean, I guess I understand just abandoning it. It's like, okay, this is a lost cause. Like there's nothing we can do about this. But wow. That's crazy. Right. I mean, yeah, if, I I don't think this is gonna kill Mass Effect as a franchise, but we're not gonna see yeah. one for at least I five mean, years after. Does this. that mean that there's just no passion in the studio to even continue that then? Like that's what that has yeah. to mean. It's just like nobody even wants to touch this thing. Right, it's too far yeah. gone. It's kind of toxic. Which is crazy now. to me because, like, you would imagine that's probably how they felt leading up to release. Is like, I don't even want to bother with this. It's just this is a, right. a burning fire of hot garbage. <laughs> yeah. Huh. At least it's got people stop talking about Mass Effect Three as a So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> finally what we've all been waiting for right <laughs> something worse finally came along yeah. <laughs> but yeah that's all i got for news cool. um it's kind of the big story for me guess what guys we're into small news you ready to hear some small news Oh yeah all right okay <laughs> this past week in small news uh yakuza 6 is going got a release date in march of next year um, okay, I want to yes. I want to amend this segment. <laughs> what? Uh or or move my Shenmue bit into the small news. Okay. 
<laughs> the smallest news. Because they three picked up by Deep Silver. Small news. Because I, lo- I, I'm just saying I love the sh- the Yakuza series, and I'll, I'll I'll pull up Peter Molyneux. Not Peter Molyneux. Who's the dude who got the Halo release date tattooed on him? Oh, um, oh, um, what's his name? We all we're all picturing his face, right? Yeah. Right, <laughs> his, his scrunchy gnome face. <laughs> uh, but Peter Moore, Peter Moore yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I actually am super stoked that Song of Life is coming out uh, that soon. I was I was expecting kind of like a next summer thing. Um, right, yeah. but anyway, continue with your uh, small news. Okay. Um... These are just the things that I just want to mention, and then like I, I guess it's it doesn't it's not a it's I'm not saying that these don't matter, but it's just I, That's right. I don't know that we want to stay on them for a long time. I mean, we can. Um, That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, PewDiePie comes back with a video. I actually watched this video um, before this news story came out, and. Uh, he was like talking about how he was making terrible jokes about the neo-Nazi thing and on Twitter. And it was like, oh, I guess they must have watched too many PewDiePie videos. And then everybody just associated him with that group, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then right. he came out with a video that was like, no, I don't want to be associated with those crazy people. Like, they're stupid and blah, blah. So now the story is that he's like fighting against them and like, attacking them and i think it's hilarious that either way he goes it's just he's he's just taken can't win yeah he can't win there's no winning it's it's awful but like whatever i i guess you shouldn't have to you shouldn't be talking about it in the first place in your gaming channel right um what else do we got here yeah like pewdiepie I don't, know, I don't want to dwell too much on this subject, but like, yeah, like, sorry, dude. Like, yeah. you're, you were kind of a one trick pony and like all your humor was like calling people Nazis or Jews. Yeah. Right. And like now it's biting. Too little, too late. Yeah. Now it's biting you in the ass and like you can make all the apology videos you want. Yeah. But like, yeah, sorry. Like, this is your comeuppance. <laughs> Um, so now you'll have to settle with the already millions and millions of dollars you have seriously oh no I'm only insanely rich and not ludicrously rich 51 million subscribers that's too many that's a lot and only 40 million million of those are bots or accounts that haven't been on YouTube in 10 years right um more small news, H1Z1 drops the H1Z1 name. Really? So now it's just called Just Survive. What? Why would you do that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the name that everybody knows it by is name. not the name anymore. It's almost like okay. whenever Blizzard dropped, dropped Battle.net, and now they said that they're adding Battle.net back to their, their name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which... Well, Blizzard Launcher was such oh, a good Oh, yeah, Blizzard name. Launcher, you know, that's what the kids have been calling it for years. Um, File name. Blizzard Launcher sounds like the best gun. <laughs> fires. Yeah. Fires. <laughs> DQ Blizzards right into your face. Yeah. Oh, God. So just made from yes, Overwatch. I, I wasn't even thinking of the DQ 
Um, yeah, that's great. Okay. As anyone who's had a, a DQ Blizzard knows, those things are rock solid. <laughs> and, yeah. and will kill you. <laughs> Just like Battle.net. Um, they used to have, like, a, in their advertising, they would hold a, a Blizzard upside down. For what I don't know what they were trying to show. They're supposed to do that in in the <laughs> restaurant too. Why? It's just like, look, this thing is so frozen solid; it doesn't even come out when I hold it upside down. Yeah, right. En- enjoy eating your ice. Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't understand okay. it either. Okay, continue. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> there was news that PUBG was getting a uh, player unknown's battlegrounds. They were Blue Hole was getting money from Tencent, like or that Tencent invested largely in. Um, their studio and people were like oh that's strange I guess and then uh, the next day they were like no we aren't getting money from Tencent please no because I guess they just don't want to be associated <laughs> with that <laughs> um, not yet which I, I don't know Like, I didn't read too heavily on the story but I remember just I read the headline I was like oh okay that's cool and the next day I was like oh okay well that's cool like either way it didn't, it didn't <laughs> such yeah, a non-story affect me um but it was just a weird thing that happened um crackdown 3 their uh, release date got pushed back to next year uh will this That's game obvious. ever will this game ever come yeah. out yeah is anyone still looking forward to that uh, not really i'm it not really i was really looking forward to it like 7 years ago right not not so much even after, Crackdown I like the Terry Crews thing. Yeah. That was about it. Terry Crews. Even is after Crackdown Two, I was like, no, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, Two was trashy. Yeah. I played so much of Crackdown Two. <laughs> yeah, because I got like my <laughs> Xbox 360 Slim or whatever, and then I got Crackdown Two at the same time. And I was like, this is awesome. I took it over to my friend's house. I was like, look how far I can jump. He's like, yep. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I could shoot these zombies. And in the game, too. <laughs> um, what else do we have here? Uh, I, I wrote down the World of Fishing <laughs> trailer, even though, like, this isn't really news. <laughs> I just think that everybody should go check that out because it's the most ridiculous, like, thing in the world. Like, the most anticlimactic thing that you can watch in video games right now. Um, right. That dude's real good at fishing, apparently. And they also have new fish AI. Which cracked me up. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, and new then, fish AI? Huh? New fish AI? Yeah, new fish AI. That's hard to say. Powerful fish AI. Is that, is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, next is PS4 5.0. I guess this isn't like tiny news. This is like mid-size news um and like i guess i'll just run down what they're saying that they're adding uh it looks like there's new like family manager stuff on the ps4 uh you can have individual uh, parental controls which is neat i guess on each uh on each account and there's friend new friends list management according to this headline right here um you can have custom lists of friends, uh, broadcast features updated, according to this. <laughs> I'm just reading the headlines here. Um, there's like new communities, uh, new community options, 
um, well, they'll, they'll appear like your community will appear whenever you go live and stuff. Um, wow. They mentioned PSVR, which is crazy. Cause it sounds like they're really yeah. trying to not <laughs> mention PSVR. <laughs> um, but that has to do with broadcasting the PSVR. Um, Oh, on the PS4 Pro, this is I think this is like the biggest thing that came out of this. Um, you can now stream 1080p 60, which I think a lot of people like. Um, messages, improvements. Um, you can e- easily leave several groups at once. That sounds nice. Uh, notification yeah. updates. You can uh, disable notifications like while playing. I've been waiting for them. They said that they were doing like the snap thing with achievements uh but they never actually added that um i'm seeing some kind of hierarchy thing of people i don't know what's going on here it says improved tournaments bracket viewer um for the playstation tournaments i guess i don't know interesting okay but yeah that's i guess that is small news because none of it matters but now you know (laughs) and knowing's half the battle that was xanax news dude (laughs) Yeah. The news you give to your child when you want them to go to bed. Thanks. No, I'm Sorry, just... it wasn't as good as how powerful is this French bread. <laughs> so, you didn't write that news. So you're just reporting it. Yeah, I don't write. Exactly. Don't shoot the messenger. I don't. I don't write news. Are you kidding me? Can what do you think I am? I think I'm a. I don't write news. I'm, I make news. No, I don't make news. <laughs> The opposite idea. I just talk about. I don't it. make news. I make pus. Did that, oh my did, god! Did that, did that pick up? Yes, that picked up. <laughs> okay. Sadly. All too it well. It was just my hands. <laughs> Before you hey guys, it was just my listening. hands. Where are you guys going? Seriously? No, it wasn't real. I promise. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just delirious. It's the desert heat. <laughs> there's a there's a demon inside of you now. <laughs> the Bates Motel. Uh, the, it the it follows demon is just fanning me right now. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Well. Not it follows. Sure, whatever. Yeah, that'll work. Well, yeah, that works. Work. Okay. Call that tracks. Um, well, I mean, if that's it for news, I guess we can... Is that it for news? Is it? Don't you have other things on here? Yeah. Do I? I thought he covered I everything. I got... I mean, I wrote down, like, Riot Games made a new game in a game jam that they did for okay. two weeks, and it's called Ziggs, and it's free to download. I don't okay. know. Um... I feel like a beaten and battered man. Why? Child. What happened? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Just small news attacked me. Apparently, <laughs> small <laughs> news happened, and then like, I got pounded in the butt by small news. <laughs> it's okay. This has been the Kaido Cast. I'm Zach Thomas. I'm Dave. I'm Mr. DNA, also known as Rob. And we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.
get hyphy. <laughs>